Hi everyone. We just finished an awesome podcast with our friends Maru and Will. This is the finale or final podcast in the, the Maru and Will podcast series. So if you haven't listened to any of the previous podcasts with them on it, you might want to go back and check those out before starting this one. Uh, on this podcast, it's a long one, uh, we talked about Maru's experience during the race, uh, his Ironman race in Cozumel. We obviously talked about food. And we also talked about what Mario might be doing afterward, or now, moving forward. So, like I said, this is a long one, so settle in and enjoy. Alright, we're recording. We're live. Here we go. Big wrap up. Lots to go over here. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. Seriously. Swim out of the box. Mario, Will, how was Iron Man? Came back a little tanner. <laughs> oh, by the way, I issued an apology to our listeners, our last podcast, because I don't know if the sound quality over the last couple of podcasts, not your guys' podcast, have been uh-huh. very good. Uh-huh. So, hence the extra measures that we're taking. Um, you live and you learn, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, you but I'm also, I want you guys to make sure you share that mic. Don't be, don't, get in there, get in there like I'm you're like close, doing man. a duet. <laughs> La 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 la. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Too real. All right. Um, so we lost. We lost. We last left off. Right before they left. Right before. The they, Monday they, before we yeah, left. Yeah. Literally like two days before they left. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do we need to do a recap? Does everyone? Mario trained for have, an Iron Man. <laughs> Mario, <laughs> Mario trained for an Iron Man In case this you year. Missed it, please if go you back. missed the, the beginning of it, where this, have you been? Yeah, <laughs> Two episodes of like hour-long podcasts, maybe three episodes three, of, three. of podcasts to go through. So that's the re- the the recap. Figure it out. On Previously, that's out of the box. <laughs> yeah. All right. Who wants to go first? Hey man, you're talking to a star here. All right, let's do it, Mario. Uh, uh, talk to me like right before the plane, getting on the plane, the nerves, oh, packing. Okay. All the um, packing stuff. I saw I saw a photo of all the stuff you packed. Yeah, yeah. So um, two days before we had left out, I had to uh, take a couple of hours to lay out all of my uh, nutrient supplements that I was planning on taking at Ironman um, in Cozumel, Mexico. And, um, you know, right after that, uh, pretty much leads us up to the airport. Um, Wait, were you like appalled by the amount of nutrition that you brought? No, it was. It was what I expected. Um, I didn't expect to go through like 15 bottles of Gatorade uh, during the race. Did you? Um, yeah, just about. Damn. Um, yeah, and I can't wait to ask you questions about peeing. Uh, peeing and just puking. Like, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm so excited. Yeah. Those are what I'm always like. Gatorade what do they do? <laughs> 15 bottles. <laughs> William Ray is a heart in the um, that yeah, right. Anything, but <laughs> let's see. And then I think, where did we land for our layover? We had a layover Houston. in Houston. Oh, you went to Texas. Yes, yeah. so went to Texas. Good old Texas. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, uh, it was only like an hour and a half of a layover. Mm-hmm. So but you had to go through all of that. So I think we got breakfast there. We did. We did get breakfast. But the reason why I bring up Houston is because, uh, 
we definitely knew at that point that we were going towards the right destination. Everybody had their Iron Man hats, <laughs> book bags, just like you had mentioned the before. Was to yeah, the the big cycling sunglasses and. Don't you love how every athlete seems to wear those? Like those are what you wear on a Tuesday when you go to the grocery store. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's just if you're part of the triathlete world. Yeah. Every, I, every sport has its own fashion statement, though. And like, there's definitely like a triathlon, like not even just a triathlon. It's like an Ironman. Ironman is different. Yeah, that is true because yeah. in soccer, like soccer players have like their soccer swag. Right. Yeah. Right? They they dress a certain way. Like soccer players always wear slides. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. You're not. Yeah. They but then slides. I look at other sports and I'm like, what are you doing wearing those? Shoes? <laughs> <laughs> what are you what doing? You <laughs> Which is funny because you have all these like triathletes in the terminal. You're like, oh, okay, he's about to compete. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you have, like, me. And I'm just like, all right, well, I'm here for a good time, so. <laughs> you got a drink I mean, in one hand. <laughs> yeah, I got lunch, I got breakfast, yeah. coffee. Yeah, tall and slim like an Iron Man, but. Yeah, nah, yeah. they look at me like, wow, he could he could do some damage here, but. You like jokes on you? <laughs> he's two, two miles. miles a week, yeah. Two miles a week. That's all I get. And, um. Was I, it, like, setting in when you saw all of that? I mean. It, it started setting in when we arrived in Cozumel. Mm-hmm. Um, we were watching all the bags unload. Uh, I was sitting by the window. I felt really sorry for everybody who brought their bikes. Um, and people, really? Yeah. Like, I thought everyone would have shipped them. No, not everybody shipped them. A lot of people actually. And so huh. what, I didn't know you what, could even do that. Okay. Yeah, you can. It's I wouldn't recommend it. Personal item, you know? You oh, my God. Yeah. And so as I'm so sitting by the window, I'm literally watching these people just throw bikes on top of bikes oh. on top of each other. Oh. And one one woman who was sitting behind me. Were they she, in anything? They were in this, like, fabric. Yeah, um, like the fabric travel case. Yeah. No, it, know, not hard so case at all. Basically. Nothing but oh practically. And this woman behind me, she's like, oh, my God, that's my that's mine right there. And. She had a hard case, but the top was, like, cracked open, and Holy things were hanging shit. out. And I was like, okay, I'm glad I, you know, got mine shipped um, for the 400, guaranteed. You know, That's didn't have to, to dis- yeah, didn't have to disassemble it, That's nothing. All you have to pay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just 400, no the big deal. The amounts of things I've heard triathletes spend money on Yeah. pretty small. Yeah, like, the... For peace of mind and making sure you can complete the race, I think that's very minimal. Right? Yeah. Because I, I can't imagine being that woman. I'd be like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do shit. Right. Yeah. Like, you could have just ruined my whole bike. What am I going to do when I get there? Yeah. Like, I don't even know. I feel terrible inside right now. <laughs> <laughs> like but I, I saw her um, at competition, so oh, okay, I, I know she finished successfully. Oh, good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, And then there was lots of um acclimating and just for – because we were there for what, like three or four days before we race day. We were there from Wednesday, and we left on Monday. Was it really that short? I yeah. feel like I was there for a yeah, long time. We, <laughs> we left the day after competition. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, it oh, it was. A week. No, not even a full That's week. Weird. So you had Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday to acclimate. Oh, I got acclimated. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have friends. I have friends in Cosmo now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Had lots. It doesn't surprise me that you have friends in Cosmo now. Well, <laughs> it was um yeah, but it was it was really nice. Um, I saw lots of people as we got there. Lots of people already practicing the the cycle and the running. Um, they were getting acclimated. I I went out and ran about four or five miles. Got acclimated in that way. Um, 
but and the weather was nice the weather was nice ah, yeah uh-huh. as far as what we could see right um we did end up going snorkeling that was an awesome experience seeing stingrays yeah. swim by our feet and barracudas and starfish and like I said, I made friends in Costa <laughs> <laughs> it was They don't speak English. <laughs> yeah, so beautiful. And um, I used that opportunity while everybody else had their snorkeling gear on. I took all, took mine off and just started swimming in the ocean, mm-hmm. you know, uh, testing out the conditions of the water and, you know, just trying to mentally prepare because to be completely transparent with you, swimming was what I feared the most out of the race. Um, just because I had never even tried doing 2.4 miles in the ocean. I've done two miles in the pool, but when you're handling ocean conditions, that's a whole different um, game yeah. right there. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I would say – and then I don't. I picked up my bike, dropped it off, and I, I guess that kind of leads us to race morning. Um, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so before we get to race morning – um, I know there was probably a lot going on that you're like, even probably having a hard time remembering, like in this, this format of, of like a storytelling thing. Yeah. Um, like, were you sleeping? Were you so nervous that you couldn't sleep? Cause I know for me, like right before competition, two or three days before oh, competition, yeah. I sleep like garbage. Like I can't yeah, sleep. Anxiety. Yeah. yeah. We had an Airbnb. Okay. We had a Excitement pool so you can get, anxiety. you know, hang out in the right, pool. Right, Mario. Yeah, for Mario. Yeah, for Mario. Yeah, for Mario. <laughs> Um, so did you get to did you get to practice the swim on the swim course or was it just random spot? That it was like, I'm swim right now. off of where the course ended for swimming. Okay. Um, as far as sleep went, I did. I think we went to a grocery store the day of yeah. arrival yeah. or the day after. Yeah. And I got some um, sleeping pills to help me knock out. Okay. Um, as, and I brought some melatonin with me. Uh, to make sure I do that you know. Mexican grade melatonin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's how I was able to get my sleep. I remember going to sleep at 6 p.m. Um, the day wow. before race day. Damn, good up. for you. Yeah, that's really That's impressive. so yeah. hard to do. I've never I, been able to do that. Just did it. I don't know. I yeah. don't remember drinking my 1,200 calorie uh, protein shake with lots of carbs in it and having everything laid out. Um, and putting them in bags um, because some of the emergency bags um, actually don't get dropped off in transition. Um, they were, I, I took them onto this bus uh, the morning of race day, and there was like an emergency running bag, an emergency uh, cycling bag, and it's at the halfway point. It's of, just like backup? Yeah, backup. Like if you need an extra tube or a bike pump. Um, then you have those for, you know, biking, okay. for instance. Um, so this is always something that seems very strange to me because I was a competitive swimmer. I held on to all my stuff. That's my stuff. Um, <laughs> Don't touch my stuff. So did it feel weird when you just, like, gave away all your things? Yeah, one of those bags I didn't get back, actually. Oh, no! <laughs> yeah. Low-key, they stole my stuff. Yeah, Low-key, they, my stuff's all my stuff. Yeah, one of those bags. I want my stuff. I want my stuff <laughs> if anyone the... has it. <laughs> It was a cycling bag. Um, I don't know if, if my brother or my best friend just ended up missing the bag or I don't know what happened. I was too exhausted at the end of the race to even ask. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I ended up um, 
losing out on my bike pump, um, a tube, and some really neat socks that I was given at Ironman, but never got a chance to wear. Oh, they do so, give socks. socks. My socks first try. That's my favorite thing from them. Yeah. The socks. What, what is that? Why is that your favorite? I don't know. They're ugly too, but like it's the best thing I got from it. Yeah. So I was like, I like these socks. I know. I don't is know. it weird like that there's athletic socks? socks? Yeah. Athletic wear socks? I don't know. No. Weird. But yeah. isn't that weird. Like, <laughs> but I got my brother gave me socks one Christmas and I remember of like because little I'm very good at guessing what's inside boxes. Like it's not people hate it, but like they have those <laughs> little plastic hanger things on it, so I shook the box and I was like, Oh, there's socks in here And he's like, What? And I took it out, but I really wanted the socks. But the memory from that Christmas is that he was angry that I figured out that they were socks. But like who asks like you know, like who wants socks? I wanted those socks. socks. Mario wanted I wanted socks. Right socks. now, now they're great. Yeah. I know, and I'll never get to experience those socks. They're gone forever. Uh, they were, they were bad. Yeah, they weren't meant to be. But yeah, it just wasn't meant to be. Christmas um, is soon. Yeah, yeah. Everyone said Mario socks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be wild. <laughs> You're gonna get white tube socks. Yeah. <laughs> no. Not the Iron Man socks. Yeah. Really yeah. Um. So, uh. I've been to an Ironman before uh, yeah. to spectate. Yeah. I don't. You said Placid. Placid. Uh huh. I'm really curious. I wish you guys would have been to an Ironman before mm-hmm. COVID because I'm really curious about some of the differences or the protocols or how things were different because of COVID, like setting up or the atmosphere if it was different. Cause so from a, I'll speak on the spectator yeah. side of things. Um, so I when we got there, I, I asked a couple of the locals, like, hey, like... It's a microphone. You don't have to yell to everyone. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> you really Sorry. You yell all the time. <laughs> now you know how I just, like, had a hard time. From, from my side of things, it um, I, I spoke to some of the locals, and they were telling me, in regards to COVID, like, they haven't seen as many cases. Um, I guess, like, you know, with being an island, they're okay. mm-hmm. a little bit more safe and things of that nature. But the day of... Um, I remember like walking to like the main course to see him run and bike and there's people walking around. There's an environment. They have like, I guess the high school band out there cool. playing the entire time, nice. which is really neat. Um, everyone's wearing masks. Everyone's, you know, doing their own thing. But it was there like, um, other than that, I mean, it was pretty I mean, normal. Oh. Yeah, we yeah we couldn't go to the swim. I guess I'm not sure if that was a COVID thing or no, it was like the dock thing. thing because yeah. it was like really? yeah, it just depends on like how they're set up. Like they don't want spectators to get in the way of the athletes. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of a normal. So thing. the morning of, we just dropped them off. The taxi took us to the drop off location, and then it's like at the dock. So at the entrance, you drop them off and you do a roundabout and you go home. But that was for everyone. Everyone just okay. drop off their friends and whatever. Did you feel weird? Oh, absolutely. Like, I, so, um, I'm all alone. Yeah, that's yeah. how I feel. Yeah, Fuck. it's at this point, it's, real, it's like yeah. I wake up at like, uh, what time was it? Maybe like three o'clock in the morning. Uh, get ready, and uh, we were out the door. We arrive at the um, bike transition area, which is also where people, I mean, yeah, right where you get out to from swimming, get onto biking. And uh, Will, Junior, um, both these guys from Hearts of Empowerment and uh, friends and family, they came uh, to the swim start, and then I was told that they weren't even allowed to enter. So it was kind of weird. I, I ended up having to go down. Oh, so you didn't even know until? No, we didn't. We uh-huh. had no idea. I felt bad because they had, you know, who wants to wake up at 
three thirty, four o'clock in the yeah. morning. Yeah, so, Mario knocked on my door like, Will, you awake? <laughs> <laughs> Will thought it was a free trip. <laughs> There's a price. There's yeah. always a price. Yeah. Um, and so I, I felt really bad, but I ended up walking down this path. They were like, okay, you're going to go down this way. And it's 5 o'clock in the morning, super dark outside. I'm looking up, and all I see is stars. And there's other athletes walking the same direction I am. Everybody's quiet. And it starts, like, kicking in. Well, man, I'm really about to race. And, um, yeah, so we get to uh, I drop everything I need to drop off. Um, they put us on a bus and actually right before I got on the bus, um, I get a tap on my shoulder and there's this guy, he's like, Hey, it's you. <laughs> what? Yeah. And I was, I was like, I thought he had me confused. I was like, what? I'm, I'm sorry. And he was like, yeah, man, I, I, I've seen you. you you've been on the news and stuff, right? Oh my God, <laughs> and I was like, crazy. and I was like, yeah, I have been on the news. He's like, yeah, like you've shared your story about um, sobriety and all that. And I was like, oh, yeah, this guy actually recognizes me. Yeah, hey, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, that's me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so it was, it was the last thing I expected right before getting on the bus to be recognized by anybody. That's awesome. That's it really is. cool. And then as how bizarre is that? Yeah, it turns Small out this world. guy's the. <laughs> yeah, um, turns out that this guy is the CEO of some supplement company down in Miami, uh, Twin Labs. Cool. I know that lab. Yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah, so I met the CEO of Twin Labs, Shout Ryan. Out Twin Labs. Yeah. Shout out to Ryan of Twin Labs. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that was a, a pleasure. And then as we're getting on the bus, um, I, I go to sit down, and I see this guy behind me, and I had to do a double take, and I was like, wait, I know that guy. <laughs> and so it turns out that this guy who's been um, featured on Vice um, about, I mean, so I have my story about sobriety jail alcoholism and all that i mean this guy he went to prison for like three years uh, right before he went to prison he got shot was in some really hard drugs and then went completely clean did iron man and he's just uh, an iron man addict right now and so um john joseph i, I believe is his name and um it i was like hey like you're that guy right he's like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> Did you tap his shoulder and go, hey, you? <laughs> yeah, hey, and then, so the guy who recognizes me, he's like, wow, like, both of you guys have the same story. And I was like, no, this guy, this guy. <laughs> this guy definitely went up to me. Yeah, <laughs> like, I've never been to prison. He's never been shot, I hope. <laughs> I've never been shot at. He's been on vice. Yeah. yeah. A little different, guys. Um, so that was really neat. Um, too. It, it's a, I mean, when you start putting yourself in these environments, you, you see that these people that you see on the news and on TV and on social media, they're real people, you know? Yeah, so, they're just people. Yeah, and, you know, you didn't talk to me any 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 different, you know? So at I the end of the day, that. we're all just people wanting to do our thing. and mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. And, um, and so I guess that leads us to arriving at the swim area. Um, to your question, you were asking what the protocols were like for yeah. um, COVID and getting started with Ironman. They did keep keep us six feet apart. Um, they had sticker placements everywhere oh for gosh, all the athletes. Taking up so much room. Yeah, so it was a super long wow. line. Um, seemed like for them. That's just yeah. The amount of people at these things all the time. Anybody anyway, know crazy. how many athletes competed? Um, I'm just curious. I know to start when I had. Started. I know when I had checked um, back in 
maybe August, it was about 800, 900. I'm sure there were a couple hundred more signups before um, the day of the race. Probably around 1,000. Yeah, pr- close to 1,000. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. Uh, we were required to wear masks at all times um, until literally right before we dipped our feet into the water. And, um, and so, yeah, uh, the swimming part was beautiful. Um, it was, what was, do you recall your last thought before you submerged in the water? This is it. Like, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is it. I know that yeah. And so <laughs> I, Meanwhile, I'm in bed sleeping. Like, <laughs> what's going on? What are you dreaming about? Where are we going for breakfast? <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. So yeah, I wasn't. It was kind of weird. Like, I just knew that this was it. I wasn't nervous or scared. I was just like, all right. Time to go. Yeah, right. I was just is this it is confidence, right? When you have confidence yeah. and, and you know what you're doing. I suppose. I mean, I, to be honest, Blind I have faith. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I had told Will like a day or two before, you know, um, in all honesty, that I was scared of the swim portion because, you know, it's... It would be, I think it would be very bizarre for anyone not to have a little bit of fear about the swim portion, no matter what their swimming ability is. It's open water. It's It's open water, it's unpredictable, and, you know, there's like... 999 other people in the water with you. Yeah. And that's another unpredictable circumstance. Well, so why would you be concerned? It didn't help that um, our taxi driver for the weekend started, shout out Kevin. I mean, he took us <laughs> Kevin and Cozumel. Kevin from Cozumel. He, uh, <laughs> nice. 18-year-old kid, drove us everywhere. Love the guy. But um, he drove us around the island, and he was telling us that like three weeks prior, a hurricane had hit Cozumel. Okay. Um, and the waves while we were there were pretty upsetting. Like, yeah. I think, what was it, Saturday or was it Friday? Well, that the ferries couldn't cross from Cozumel to Cancun. Why? Is it Cancun? Yeah, because the, the, wa- the waters were oh, just so bad. Yeah, the, Apply the Carmen. Just... Yeah, the water was so rough that right. the ferries couldn't cross that day. Uh, and it, it, I think it hindered Mario for that's... some reason yeah, because it, you were it, waiting for something to arrive. Yeah, I was waiting for the, uh, the, the ankle, yeah. ankle chip. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, and it, it was. was... chip around his ankle. Yes. Yeah, well, they, they ship it. They ship it um, from like it's play the Carmen, I think. So, so they didn't give those to you when you were and in the race. No, they didn't. So I was supposed to pick it up on Friday, and then and you couldn't. Or, yeah, and then I couldn't. And then um, they told me that it wasn't going to arrive until the next day, so Saturday, the day before race day, because the it waters is... were so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so they put this responsibility on you. Yeah, and I'm just kind of thinking to myself, you know, what? this this wasn't really a smart idea. Like, they literally had everything else. They had, um, you know, the setup complete and everything. The only thing that was missing was the chips, and that's because they were relying on the ferry to transport it. But that's um, the shit that scares the like I can't. Yeah. I'm like, go pick up my packet. I'm like, great, I'm done. Like, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I, I pay a bunch of money, <clears throat> and I know that part of it goes to that. Right. That sucks. Oh yeah. my gosh. And I'm supposed, you know, I'm doing my, my duty as the athlete to arrive and you know pick up everything that I need to check pick in. up, mm-hmm. check in. You were there Correct. plenty early. Right. I definitely was. And <sighs> and then they were like, yeah, we're gonna ship it or we're gonna transport it uh, through aircraft, um, and that's how it's gonna get here tomorrow. So. Oh my god. I was like, all right. It would have been cool if you guys did that the first 
time around. Um, but more expensive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, you, I, the ferry. The ferry. They know. They know. Yeah. But, but I mean, if every athlete's gonna spend seven hundred dollars to register, the least you could right. do is just yeah. make it easy on them. Do the promising thing. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I ended up getting my chip. Um. So. Yeah. Um. And I guess. Uh, so you're in the water. I'm in the water. And you're you're like, all right, here we go. Time to get started. I wish this was a show and that like every time we had a tangent, it was like a back, like a like flashback. Backflash? I'm sorry. Flashback. <laughs> Drink flashback. some coffee. And then you say something and we're like, all right, back. <laughs> no. Um, any reoccurring thoughts or themes? Did your mind wander to anything? I was, what were you focused on? I was just most? relaxed. I, you know, I... Good. So when that's I, great to hear, by the way. Yeah. When I first got in the water, I I definitely thought how I wanted to kind of get away from a lot of people. I ended yep. up swimming just a little out too far. Just I mean, still within the course, but everybody took the sharp turn, and I just kept going until I practically hit the wall of the first corner. Got it. And uh, I was like, oh man, like, you know, I, I can't do that again because that that can cost me a couple minutes right there. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was so relaxing, just looking through the clear ocean seeing all the schools of fish all the marine life i saw small sunken boats at the bottom of the ocean um at the end at the bottom of each buoy was a scuba diver holding the buoy down what yeah and so i just what a shitty job (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i don't think that's I don't know. They, this is my first time seeing it. I don't know if they were actually holding them down. Like like they might have been holding take. onto the line to like be stable. They you, had a line. Like, you made that up. No, no, not at all. Maybe it was a mermaid. No. Um, they. I know they do a lot of underwater photography and video in those races. Like if you've ever seen those photos of the mass like yeah. open water yeah, yeah, yeah. swimmers from above mm-hmm. they, that's what they might have been doing especially around a buoy where really people sort of clog up that would make a really cool my photo my race would be over yeah. I'd be like I'm gonna go talk to that dude <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing yeah no but I made sure to, to wave to them I was just <sighs> my mindset was just to enjoy it um, mm-hmm. a lot of athletes uh, especially while we were at the airport a lot of them were reassuring me um, as people who had done Ironman several times to that this just enjoy it that this is just another day of training and practice and you've worked to train for this moment is pretty much the mindset so i i took that into consideration and i was like this is another day of training like i know you hate this but it's like this isn't the end of my journey this is just part of my journey of Mm -hmm. training so it's like it's not as daunting to be like this is what once i do this i'm done well maybe but you also can continue to train and continue to do other things. It's just like, I like that idea of, I know in my, my, for myself, when it comes to competition, I always have like this like final concept. Like this is what it all has been leading to. This is the most important race of your life. Yeah. <laughs> a little intense. Well, I don't need to be that intense. Yeah. It can add additional stress to you, right? For it, no reason. Yeah. Because it's not. Yeah, it's not it's the fun not. finale. You know? Yeah. It's just not. So... That's good. Yeah. Would you, for a testimonial, would you say everything I trained you prepared you for swimming yeah. <laughs> swim in the open water? Yeah, uh, <laughs> looking up and ahead to see what was in front of me, I definitely kept track of all the buoys. So um, basically, he was thinking about you while swimming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You were the only that. thing on the line. Um, but Legit, I, I hear that a lot. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I will say that because of you guys, I 
crushed it. I didn't realize how fast I was I agree, I was by the way. <laughs> yeah. Your I, time posted on that app, my phone went off, and I was like, he's down with the swim! And I was awake. And I was like, Dominic! <laughs> but then, after that, when I was looking at bike times, I was like, now I don't know. Yeah. I'm so lost. <laughs> right. Oh, we'll, we'll get were, into the biking. You were, you were under 130, right? What was your time? Yeah, 115. So, 115. 115. Uh, an hour and 17 minutes. An hour and 17. I was going to say, I knew it. Right. Under 120, which is, for a lot of people, like, I just want to be under 120. I don't remember what you guessed, but I was like, Mario's time posted. And you were like, is it this? And I know you were like at least five seconds faster. I uh-huh. said, is it under this? And I was like, by this much. He was like, oh. oh. Like, it was <laughs> awesome. It was really I, exciting. I remember telling Lissa, because Lissa was like, well, what would be a good time for him? I was like, honestly, for his first Ironman, anything under 140 would be great. Mm-hmm. Anything under 135 is awesome. So <laughs> under 120. Yeah. I'm a really good coach. <laughs> <laughs> no, you deserve it. You deserve that. No, uh, you did awesome, man. That's credit, great. That's man. really exciting. I, I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, and it, it got to the point I never typically do four strokes and then breathe, but I got so relaxed that that was my uh, stroke swim uh, pattern was four strokes. Do you every... do you feel like you were more relaxed in the open water versus in a pool? Because that is a thing for some people. Um, I didn't get that relaxed until maybe the last uh, half mile, last quarter mile. So was it so, relaxed or boredom? Um, That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's just, I don't know how it could have taken me about two miles to finally get relaxed. But after two miles, I ended up like really relaxing. And and I, I knew I was close to an hour, but I didn't realize it was an hour and 17. I, I do remember you telling me, if you hit an hour 40, that's still really good. Right. And in my head, I told myself I wanted hour 30, hour 17, killed it. Um, I get so out of the you water. fucking murdered it. Yeah, man. <laughs> Damn. Um, yeah, and it's kind of. again and see and, if you can get a 110. And just for anybody that doesn't have an idea as to, um, like, what a benchmark to kind of see how good I did, last year I did the half Ironman, which was a 1.2 mile swim, and I did that. I mean, you know, I couldn't keep my face underwater, so I had to backstroke it, but I did that in an hour and four minutes. So in just 13 minutes more, I was able to cover oh, wow. double the distance. Right. So you, right. Hey, tell them. Stay louder for the people in the back. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, it's crazy, crazy what a full year of um, being disciplined with training and, and you know, uh, having amazing coaches can do for you. Um, Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I guess that leads to time to transition. The transition area. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna I, grab some coffee. Anyone need coffee? You can keep talking. Okay. Um, yeah. If you could bring yeah, the I'll coffee pot over here. <laughs> they get talking of transitions. <laughs> um. So, I was smiling by the time I got out of the ocean because I was like, man, like I can't believe I was so scared of that. That ended up being so nice and relaxing. And um, I get on the bike and I I didn't try acclimating on the bike just because I felt like I, I really had that under my belt, mm-hmm. um, you know, leading up to Ironman. And uh, it was three laps around the island um, to complete the 112 miles. And just as Will had mentioned earlier, a hurricane had passed through the area not too long ago. So I failed to consider that it was kind of hurricane season. And as I was on the south side of the island where there were no trees to break wind or anything, 
I come around and I hit this corner to make a turn. And it's just this sudden rush of wind. And as soon as it hits me, I'm like, okay, this, this just has to be wind passing through the area. Not a big deal. Um, and it seemed to have never stopped. And I got really angry, to be honest, because um, I didn't know when it was ending. It, I've never gone on a flat course and felt like I was going up 45 degrees on a hill. Oh, oh shit. God. Yeah. Turns out the winds, I didn't find out what the wind speeds were until a couple days later. Um, but it turns out that winds were going against me 26 miles per hour. And so behind me, oh, yeah, insane. absolutely insane. And, and so it kind of crushed my heart. This was supposed to be the day that I showcased how hard I've worked to be as fast as I am. But never have I ever even trained in five mile per hour conditions with winds. Right. I've never thought. I'm, I'm of no words. That's because that wind is moving. I've yeah. Never so about it's that. funny because Cosmo is basically divided into two sides. One side is like the tourist area where people live, and yeah. the other side, of the island, is protected land, so it's inhabited. Okay. Right. So there is no trees. You have small. Uh, I forgot what type of trees are like cocoa. No. No. Well, these like short trees, but basically we went there to that side of the island the day before to go to the beach because that's where the nice, right, hidden beaches are. Right, right. So we're at the beach all day and we're just getting pounded by this wind. So I was like, well, maybe it's just today. Like tomorrow will be fine. I wasn't there for that either. I was, I was, yeah, he didn't come. My bike at the transition area. So Will and uh, Junior and my best friend Taylor, they all went to the beach to have a day of their own while I prepared for iron man but was ahead. it were they more like why don't you just have some time to yourself mario <laughs> yeah, yeah, kinda. Frame, frame yeah they're like do whatever you need to do if you can come re- like hang out with us do that and i, totally see I ended up just like, not was that the day you had the ceviche no that was the day before <laughs> i had the conch that day <laughs> but like we went to the beach and it's just like like hitting us and the wind is just out of control and Kevin, he was like, "Yeah, Mario's gonna ride this side of, uh, of the of the island." But we, you know, us, like, "Oh yeah, like we'll see You're that. It's cool, yeah." The like the view is beautiful, so I was like, "Oh, he'll enjoy the view. It'll motivate him." <laughs> Come to find out, like, I don't know if I would have thought anything different about that. You go to the beach, it's fucking windy. No, like, normal day. It's a little windier today, but wind is always the enemy of the cyclist. Like that's what why people a lot of white people fall over like while they're actually riding. I've never like even considered that. That's so was bad. that an issue for you to balance yourself? Yeah, actually, there were a couple of times where, you know, even I was holding on to the bike for dear life that the, the handles were like, like just jiggling back and forth from all the wind. And if you look, um, I posted it on my Instagram because, um, you know, I just, I felt like everyone needed to know like how crazy this was, but in the background of one of the pictures, you could see a tree literally bending over, and wow. all the leaves. It just yeah, it's just completely bent over. It was doing ninety degrees. And like. um, yeah, I was just I was so angry. Um, to be honest, I was I was pretty mad that I had gone public about wanting to do Iron Man, making it out on the news. I was in my head. I was I was thinking to myself, had. Nice. <laughs> I'm looking at the picture of the tree. Yeah, the yeah. tree is crazy. Yeah. So you look like 
calm as a what is what is that the cucumber cool as a cucumber sure yeah <laughs> cool as a cucumber you look cool as a cucumber and it literally looks like you're like fleeing and it so looks like there's a hurricane yeah <laughs> and in that picture that's Psycho. that's my first lap around the island uh-huh. and I had no idea how to really approach it because I was using all the strength I had in my legs so I was kind of like up on the seat a little bit like pushing really hard because what do you like. How do you even figure out what to do at that point? You're like, I should probably tuck down. I'll fall over if I tuck down. Right. I have to like. I'm yeah, and geez. again, I've never put myself through any kind of condition where I had to take on any kind of win like this. Mm-hmm. So. So you were thinking I, you regretted it, right? Yeah, I was. I was like, you know, had this. Had I not gone public about any of this, I would have just quit right now. To be honest, I. Mm-hmm. I was really. I was that angry. I was like, this is gonna kill my time. I was shooting for 11 hours, and I, I'm sh- stroking as hard as I can on the bike, and it just feels like I'm barely moving, propelling forward, and um, and so yeah, in that picture, like you see me up a little bit. My last two laps, I approached it a whole lot differently. I got, I got super tight to the bike, mm-hmm. like my helmet's pretty much t- touching the handlebars, and I'm looking down. Um, probably half of the time, three fourths of the time. And just I looking, cycling. yeah, <laughs> looking up every once in a while. And, and I was like, I literally like had my hands together on, on, oh. on the bike, just thinking, God, please get me through this. I just, I just want to be an Ironman. Let, let me be one and done. <laughs> and I never have to do this again. Promise. <laughs> but, um, after that first lap, um, and it's crazy cause literally again, as I hit another turn, it's as if all the wind disappeared. Right. And Crazy. I was like, I was just like, why? Yeah. I was just so mad. Um, and then I, I think everyone would be lying if they said that they'd never had thoughts like that in a race. Yeah. Every Ironman, every Ironman athlete, um, from that day, everybody, even while we were on the running, uh, on the marathon, everyone was just like those winds. Wow. That was insane. Um, I ended up seeing, my mom and my brother and my best friend after the first lap and it just kind of reminded me why I was there and I, I just shifted this mindset in my head um that's hard, hard to, do. to do that's really hard yeah to do. legit I was so mad I was yeah. so mad yeah because it's like it's something that the unexpected like the unexpected yeah. makes you mad but you have to get out of that mindset right. because right. you still have so much yeah. to do that yeah. you just you know right and that's only that's only about like 30 miles into the race, I was I was already thinking about quitting because right. right, so you're nowhere near half. I'm not even yeah. yeah I'm like quarter of the way through, and I'm already thinking about it's quitting. Something like nine a.m. <laughs> yeah, we'll still sleep. <laughs> um, and it's it's crazy to say that I that we all every athlete went against those wins because by the time I was. A little over halfway done with my first lap, I was already getting lapped by some of the guys there. Really? Yeah, just and I'm just like, how are you? How have you guys already started lapping me? And we both went against those crazy wins. Um, but I'm I'm sure that they've put themselves uh, through those sort of conditions and have been well experienced. And yeah, who knows? So yeah, how do you put yourself in those situations? Race a lot. Yeah. Oh, okay. You just have to, yeah, yeah, and take experience. courses that have like hills and yeah. stuff. Because you can't recreate 
Hurricane Force winds. Yeah. 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 I mean, you just, yeah. it's just, it seems to be a lot of the times just like race conditions. Um, and you put yourself through a lot of races, you get those experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, most people try to find opportunity to um, work on altitude and big, big hills and things like that. But uh, like wind, you can't, you can't no. really control that for, in a training scenario. So it's just... Just over time, you yeah. get used to it. I mean, I've had clients tell me that they felt like they were in wind that was so strong, they were actually being lifted off of the ground. Because your bike is so light. Their bike is so light, they're mm-hmm. so light because they're small people, and they're just creating a parachute, and then they're just being, yeah. actually being lifted. Can you imagine you just see yourself fly off? <laughs> there was, um, <laughs> Very be, yeah. <laughs> Dominic might be embarrassed that I'm talking about this because it means he watched this show as well. But there's an episode of The Challenge on MTV. I love The Challenge. Oh my god, that was so no good. Shame. Um, I'm an OG challenge. I think it was like it was maybe one or two seasons ago, but they, they had a challenge. You guys know the show I'm talking about, mm-hmm. right? yeah. okay? Um, where they were literally at the end of a wind tunnel. Like, and they had to bring stability balls to the front of said wind tunnel. And like, everyone was like, that's the challenge. And then you start watching them and it's just like catastrophically insane. Like everyone's being shot back. And I feel like that's the only thing I can compare to what you're talking about right now. Yeah. And like, they're just standing there being, remember? Yeah. I don't think anyone did well in that. People were like, um, like, like they were embarrassed. Like literally. And honestly, I think. That's a good way to put it. I was embarrassed. I think that's why I might have been so angry was because I was embarrassed. Makes sense. I, yeah. I, it's been a full year of training so hard and and to know that at the end of the day my time was going to reflect what I had gone through and for nobody to truly understand what I was putting myself through, it was I was kind of embarrassed. Um anyways, I ended up, you know, doing 112 laps. Although on the second lap some of the volunteers thought I was completing my third lap and started calling me oh, in. No. Oh, and they're like, nice. they're like, hey, like come into the transition area for the marathon. They're like sirens and I was, in the ocean. Yeah, and I'm just like to the rocks. No. The temptation. <laughs> I was like, this is it. I can, I can cheat. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I can get out of this. Well, I can get out of this. Lame. Yeah, but no. Temptation. Um, the time every, you know, everyone was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and you'd be like, well, they told me to come. And like, doesn't matter. Yeah. DNF. Wow. DNF. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. But I was like, That's no, hard. I got to earn this title. Um, That's something actually that no one, I think, ever, I, like always concerns me because I'm such like a ball of anxiety about these things. The last, I've done two triathlons, right? The second one I did. I'm following the fucking cones, and I ended up in a spectator area. Like, <laughs> I was like, what's what? going on? Like, it made, like, the woman was like, you need to go that way. I was like, there are no cones that way. She's like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but, and, like, I feel like there there must be people who, if someone's telling them to come this way, they're going to like, yeah, maybe I was wrong. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah I don't know. I'm watching this happen. I'm just thinking logistically, like, how are these people know, like, where to go? Right? Like Right. Oh my gosh, that's why, it, that's that's why it's up to the athlete. Yeah. That's why everyone's like, well, did you test the course? I'm like, oh, is that a thing that you do? Like, <laughs> like, in swimming, like, that's the pool. <laughs> yeah. So, that's the stuff that scares me the most. Yeah, and so I'd be a liar if I said I wasn't tempted. Um, I passed yeah. it, and I was like, man, like, maybe I should have just done it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and I, I knew... In the back of my mind, I had to do three laps, so it was kind of confusing that at two laps they were telling me to come in, um, mm-hmm. because for like half an hour, almost an hour after that, I didn't see anybody in front of me or behind me. 
So I was oh, like, wow. whoa, was I actually supposed to go in, you know, after two laps? Yeah, and start second-guessing yourself. Yeah, I started second-guessing <laughs> myself. I'm doing extra credit. <laughs> yeah. In the swimming world, that always happens with any distance higher than a 200. What does? Oh, I again, do an extra lap? Oh, yeah. That happens to me with a 200. For a lot of people. Right. Well, is is that for, for... For, well, so yards. I was going to say 450s, <laughs> but no shit. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah, four, four things. Okay, okay. okay. Four length or eight length. You like get in your head and you're like things happen, and then you turn and you're like, fuck. Did I do that? Um, yeah. um, what? Exactly. I've done that in two flies so many times. I'm like, I'm gonna stop the 150, and I'm not even gonna know it. I know someone who did a sprint triathlon, and they they cut their bike short because there was a loop, and they thought they had already done two loops. The one Literally. that I went into the crowd yeah. on was was sprint. Yeah, it happens. Like I mean, some people would say it's a loss of focus. I think it's just part of the condition. It's like. You are going to lose focus. You're tired. You're also putting. You're so trying much to focus on the road, the wind, your bike, not falling over, not being an embarrassment to your family who's watching you right now. Oh my god! Why am I counting laps? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Plus, you're putting all of your faith into all like I'm sorry, thousands of strangers. Yeah. Like, and you're just hopeful that all those little individual people do their part correctly. Like, if you do your job. Yeah. And you're like, well, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Like, it's just nuts. Yeah. But you survived. I survived, um, and I ended up. Uh, it rained uh, on us really hard for like fifteen minutes. Really? Yeah, I had never I even put myself through conditions where it rained hard because every time it, I saw that the weather was gonna rain, I was like, I don't want to do that. I'm just, <laughs> obviously, exactly. no, exactly. nobody you know really wants to put themselves through a hundred miles of cycling through rain. So I just you know held it off until the next day on the weekend. Um, yeah. But I couldn't do that, and so on my third lap, second or third lap, it starts pouring down, and I'm, I'm just, like, it just added on top of going against the winds. I'm just like, uh, so much. Yeah, at the end, at the end of it all, I, I was able to reflect and understand that, you know, although it already is crazy to be training for something like an Ironman, you, you got to train on days that are not comfortable either. And yeah, and that's what it means to be, you know, really prepared for a sport or an event is you got to do it, even when the conditions are super shitty. Do it, and and that's how you truly prepare for, yeah, sure. for something. But like, who doesn't like? You're it's raining. You're driving to get bagels. You see the one person running. And you're like, think to yourself, we get it. Like we get it. You're, you're no, I'm like, what are you doing, <laughs> yeah. my man? Like, I'm literally, I'm always like, we get it. You think that you're great, like, and I'm just in here in sweatpants going to get six bagels for myself. Like, yeah. <laughs> Pick up your pizzas. Yeah. No, those are coming later. <laughs> yeah, and realistically, no one, not a lot of people want to put themselves through those conditions, no. but if you want to prepare for a day-long race, then you better put yourself through it all. Um I think it's funny when people are like, oh, well, we had to swim in the rain. It started raining while we were swimming last night. And I'm like, okay, cool. But, like, you're in the water. <laughs> you're so kind of no wet. You really enjoy swimming in the rain. Yeah, but think really? about, think about really cycling nice. and then running. You're like, why just cycle in the rain? I'd be like, oh, my God, you're alive. You oh, made I would not it. Like, yeah. Cycling in the rain, I'm like, no. Walkway blisters. Um, yeah, your body had to be, like, I'm just imagining, <clears> like, feet 
Yeah, I was yeah. going to ask, at what point did you start feeling like these surface injuries? These like I would assume on the run. Oh, wear and tear I, on your body. I, I felt it during the cycling. I could already really? feel some blisters coming in. Um, yeah, did you get chafe on your neck or anything from the swim? I Actually, I did. Um, and it kind of looked like a hickey because yep, it was only does. on one side. Yeah. Super aggressive oh, what hickey. Is this? Yeah. What is this? So wetsuits come up really high in the back and the Velcro part Fucking of them like... also comes up. And they have, you know, all the wetsuits have things to protect you from yeah. that part of the Velcro or if you fold it incorrectly and you're rubbing against the neoprene. And there's all these sprays you can use, but no one can account for what you're going to do with your neck and how you're going to move. So if it comes off and, like, in the middle, you're swimming, you're fucked. Yeah. I think it's just going to start scraping on your skin, and then all the salt water makes it even worse. Salt water. And the it's salt just water. like, it's like a, a very aggressive abrasion. Irritation. And, like, when, yeah. it, when it happens, you can do might like feel like, like the sting a little bit, but you don't realize how bad it is until, until usually, later. like, later. Then you're like, ah! Yeah. Every, like, yeah. a breeze goes on on it, and it's like, oh my god, that you're hurts. you're, like, crying. <laughs> like, what's going oh. on? Yeah, yeah, shake is not fun. Yeah, and actually, now that we're talking about injuries, um, I didn't think a lot about it. I thought maybe it was in my head while I was in the water, but I'm pretty sure I got stung by jellyfish. Really? Yeah, because oh. uh, <laughs> some of the other athletes after the race were also talking about how they were like, yeah, did you get stung by jellyfish? And I was like, oh, was that what I felt? Like that stinging sensation? <laughs> um, my face. <laughs> <laughs> I felt it on my arms, but... I, you know, obviously, you can't stop in the middle of the ocean to look at your arm. Yeah. So. You grab the jellyfish, like, what is <laughs> Hey, guys, you got these? <laughs> not, not advised to grab the jellyfish. Yeah. Just FYI. Not at all. Every time I've jellyfish can jellyfish, continue though. to sting after death, by the way. Just FYI. Really? Yeah, that's why you don't step on them on the beach, right? So, yeah, mm. when you see them on the beach, you can pick them up and throw them at your friends. It's a really fun game. <laughs> this is, yeah. Every you know, time when I you live on a beach, that's the fun thing to do. You just don't notice it. I feel like I know one person. It just depends like, on the jelly. A jellyfish got me, and I'm like, when, where, how do you like? Everyone's getting stung. Like, tell me how. Just it depends on the jellyfish. Some sting more than others. I never see them. I would I just like. I would it. think so too because it it was a very minor sting. It wasn't mm-hmm. enough to stop me in my tracks. I felt it maybe three times throughout the ocean swim, but mm-hmm. again, it wasn't enough to make me want to stop yeah. and be and concerned. Some right. people have allergic reactions to them, so some people feel it more than other people. Too. So it's, mm-hmm. it's the kid in college who got stung by a jellyfish that claimed like it like attacked him. Um, <laughs> he was he was actually tr- um, correct because he had an allergic reaction and you could see like where all of its the tentacles. Yeah. <laughs> it was oh my gosh! It was like oh you were oh my god are you alright? <laughs> <That's laughs> really <laughs> no, but luckily I don't have any allergic reactions and I yeah. totally. Um, I mean, just as you guys can tell, something that I easily forgot about because <laughs> right. it was so minor. Right. right. Um, a bit back to, you know, the race, I finish the, the cycle and by then my legs are shot. Haven't, so that, that stretch of 26 mile per hour wins, that was 12, that was a 12 mile stretch that I had to do three times. Oh my God. Typically I can knock out 18 miles every hour. Yeah. I was going against those winds. I was going at about 10 miles per hour. Oh, shit. Um, this makes so much sense, by the way, because don't you remember, I was looking at your bike yes. times. And we I was were like, looking at the bike um, time, and we were very confused. Like, yeah. He crushed the I was like, he wow, he probably went out too hard on that swim then. No, no. I, this, this that sw- makes so much more sense. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and it felt like forever. Mm-hmm. I just, like, I, and I probably shouldn't have been thinking like this, but I was like, I'm pretty sure I remember that restaurant there was only like three restaurants four uh-huh. restaurants and again just as will had mentioned earlier completely uninhabited 
Um, and so everything kind of looks the same. All I know is I'm just going to, along this coast and it just seemed never ending. Um, and it just to do 12 miles, it took me about an hour and 15 minutes. That's crazy. Yeah. It, it How many me. bottles of Gatorade per lap? <laughs> I don't even know. Oh my I, God. We I, haven't I, talked about peeing yet. Uh, well, I haven't, I hadn't peed at this point. You Actually, hadn't had to pee no, yet? I, I, I peed. peed, I, peed. The ocean. I peed twice. Um, and I did pee once in the ocean as I was getting out. If you guys want to keep track of how many times I peed. Well, I got it. Did you pee while biking? No, um, do I, got I would always assume bike. you pee while you're biking, right? N- no, I was not that intense into the race. I was pee not. on the bike, rainstorm washes it away. It's I mean, all good. Yeah, maybe no, but <laughs> <laughs> I think I hugged you I, after. <laughs> I, I have enough dignity to not. I mean, if I was like in close competition for like top seven, even though it was like only top one or top two that qualified for the world championship, maybe I would have like peed myself just to see, you know, how hard I could have truly gone. But I was, after those wins, I was just like, no, I don't really stand a chance anymore. I knew it. After I had seen those Mm -hmm. first, uh, you know, those elite athletes just pass me, um, going into the first lap i was i was like yeah i'm not i'm not worried about it this is another day of training just as you know some of the athletes had said yeah um but um yeah that leads me to running i see some other athletes especially guys specifically opening up their legging the leg part of their tri suit and just peeing out of the open leg part and Really? Yeah, so I and I was completely fatigued, so I started doing that myself. <laughs> like, that's not no a bad shame. idea. I'm just so used to peeing in the pool that I think it's weird that they move the... Um, no, I, I think that I know of plenty of like female triathletes that, that <laughs> like, would just, just, would just, just pee yourself. Yeah, I know well, plenty I of... Like, some, I know some would stop at a porter potty, but I also know some that would just keep running and keep peeing at the same time. Yeah. So the suits that you wear... Talk about a talent. Like, you can wear one that goes from your knees up to your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, you used to be able to wear them down to your ankles, but you can't anymore. Um, getting them on can take you like 20 to 30 minutes. They're yeah. that tight. Mm-hmm. And so if you have multiple races or if you put that shit on too early, like you're not taking it off. No, absolutely. Like So like you just get used to peeing, right. yeah. I guess. Because, yeah, I would just... Dan, actually, I think would stand... Our instructor, Dan would stand in the gutter at Mason and just pee down his leg, I think. Someone did that. Yeah. If it's not you, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why would you just sit? And they're like, I don't know. <laughs> what? Yeah. I, I would be worried that I would just start peeing all the time when I walk. You know, like, in normal I life. just, yeah, I just, like, lose, <laughs> like, I'm like, whatever. I just pee now. <laughs> yeah. No, I just <laughs> get to that point. I mean. What if people just pee? <laughs> you're just walking down the street and you just pee. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody had done that. Um, I mean, <laughs> posting about, I was trying to get some advice on the swim transition. I wasn't sure if I was going to wear a Speedo or not because mm-hmm. uh, I was scared I was going to chafe from all the salt in the ocean water. Um, and a lot of people were saying that's a bad idea to get a single piece because, you know, you're going to have to try to pee. And I was like, I'm going to be fine. Um, but I totally understand now, now that I've gone through an entire race with a single piece tri suit. Um, there were times where I, to be truly honest, I didn't care if the pee was running down my leg as it had a couple of times. I yeah. was just yeah. like, I'm like, I don't care. I look like a hot mess already. Like, I'm, it's not going to get any better. It looks better than at least one person. You have <laughs> to know that. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, and at this point I, I had, 
I'm starting to do the marathon, you know, besides all the points of peeing. Um, <laughs> I'm doing the marathon, and I had, through practice, I was able to run eight-minute miles in the past. After doing 100 miles on the bike, I was capable of running eight-minute miles. That's crazy, for, by the way. For several <laughs> miles. That is crazy. That is, uh, it's impressive. And yeah. after just handling those wins, my legs were completely shot. I remember Will running beside me and he's following me with the gopro documenting what's happening and he's like mario how are you feeling man and i was like i don't know if i'm gonna finish on time <laughs> um i was i was legitimately scared starting out that i wasn't gonna be able to finish in time i remember running uh my first marathon and feeling that exhausted and it taking me about five and a half hours and let alone to have already conquered 114 miles and then starting out a marathon. I was like, I really don't know where this is going to go. So I'm trying to find everything in me to, to keep moving forward at the, by the time I start the marathon time doesn't feel real anymore. I started losing track of how many miles I've done. And I, all I know is I'm moving forward. Um, and I, through practice, I've always had these Stroop waffles that I would eat while on the bike, but I had also, on top of the wind, the rain, I had never cycled in complete exposure to the sun. Um, oh. The trail that I've always taken that leads from Richmond to Williamsburg and back has always been covering like shaded, me. With, yeah, yeah shaded me. And so I didn't account for my mouth feeling so dry mm. and trying oh. to eat stroop waffles it was just like sitting in my mouth feeling like i wasn't able to swallow anything and i had maybe 18 stroop waffles in my pockets on my tri suit and i only got through two and i just did you shed the other ones you were like I, yeah i was these. like i, I was them? like there's no way i can eat these and i just i threw them all out yeah. Oh my god. Um, I, I would have done the same yeah, thing. Yeah, it's like I'm I don't want to carry, carry that. Actually. I, can, uh, I just gotta keep not. moving. I gotta yeah. keep Should you have eaten all eighteen? If it was possible, yeah, but it was like oh. trying to breathe and have like a cluster of dry food in your yeah, mouth. Yeah. Like, be, like, yeah. So not only did you have all of the conditions that you didn't know that were coming. Yeah. It, you it, had it, like no nutrition. Yeah, and yeah, so the conditions affected me in ways I had never expected. I'd never had a hard time eating while on the bike, so mm -hmm. this definitely threw me off course. Um they had thank God they had energy gels, um, because I ended up consuming a lot of that, which ended up leading me to throwing up three times. Yeah, I threw sick. up threw up twice in my mouth and I was like, There's no way I can afford to lose any of yeah. these supplements. I these supplements are so vital to getting me through the race. I, I knew I could not afford to lose anything. Nice. So I had to swallow. Yeah, I had to swallow. Yeah, I just swallow my vomit two times, and then the third time, Tasty. I I felt that it was just a little bit, and I was like, maybe I'll feel a little better if I just like let yeah. it out. So, and with, by that time, I knew I had eight miles left, so I just let it out. Wait, but, you, what you like knew they were gonna make him sick? You were yeah, like, I yeah. Mean, it, the gels make people sick. I mean, yeah. it's just. Like glucose, so like much sugar. Oh, okay. Glucose, yeah. It is. On you top just, of that, Gatorade and energy gels. You and your 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 body's in turmoil because you've right. been racing for so long, right. and it's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Get out! Right. Yeah. Yeah. Impo it almost feels impossible to try to eat um anything, and I think one of the things that has saved me, and I I know a lot of people typically say don't 
try new things on the day of race day. It's good advice. But one of the things that I did try on race day, um, because I seen one of these uh, Ironman pro athletes, uh, he had energy gels that he would empty out into a bottle and then fill the bottle up with water and just kind of sh- nice. shook it up. Dilute it, yeah. That's yeah. A good move. And so it you was, dilute it, right? Yeah. yeah. You can actually, yeah, yeah. You can actually hydrate and then your body can break that down. Exactly. And so I think doing that actually saved me because I started cramping really hard. Maybe just after 12 miles, I started cramping really hard. And um, it was going in and out by this time. By that time, I had already consumed all of the salt tablets I had, and they didn't have any broth, chicken broth, or anything like that. They had pretzels, mm-hmm. and again, my mouth is just super dry. Oh, pretzels! Oh yeah, my god, I can't like, even imagine. I don't feel like yeah. eating. Wait, pretzels. wait, chicken broth. Bring it back for the sodium. Yeah, sodium. Um, they keep chicken broth. So you, a lot of yeah. so what I talking to someone cold. a couple years ago, they were talking about like all of the like salinity levels and things that happen to your body when you're doing Ironman mm-hmm. and triathlon races. And I was just like, my mouth, my, my jaw was on the table the whole time. I was like, I've never considered anything like this. But of course, you're doing it for hours. But salt was like a really big one of them that like, oh, people yeah. forget about, that you need salt. So important. Yeah. And you know what? Something that I had also learned is that you can you can test. You can go to facilities and, and they will test you to see how much salt you lose. That's what this person was talking about. Yeah. And I'm like... Of course, it's so individualized. You have no mm-hmm. idea what's Every, going to happen. Everybody's to you. different. Yeah, you can find. I know you can find protocols to test yourself. It's like a weight test. Like you, you weigh yourself. You do whatever activity, and then you weigh yourself again. You see how much hydration so, you lost, mm-hmm. and then like you figure out. There's some like equation Math. that you can use. Yeah, I talked Science. to Adele and Donna about this. Yeah. Shout out! I know you both listen. <laughs> that was it yeah. I just wanted to make sure yeah. but apparently um, one of the guys that I was talking to at the beginning of um, the race right before we entered the water he was like oh this is your first Ironman this is like my sixth I, I, I've DNF'd in one of them telling me um, and I was like you know how, why'd you DNF and you know you, you were able to complete five other races why did you DNF on that one and it was like his third one as well the second or third yeah. one so I was kind of confused it was like I didn't realize how much salt I was losing, and he told me that at the test facility, what they do is they put some kind of like capsule thing that's like sucking on your skin, and you're not allowed to hydrate for an hour, and you have to do an hour of exercise, and then they, you know, they pull it off and calculate how much salt was in that sweat, and based off of your weight and all that, they're able to tell you how much salt you're supposed to take every hour to. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's definitely people definitely get to the nitty gritty of it. Yeah, and so to me that was absolutely interesting. I was like, I've never even known that there was such thing. Um, but, but it's but such a big part of it. I like, did call I it. I would never consider. I it. told you that there were going to be people that want to talk to you because that's how they calm themselves down before a race. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just like oh, I, I would have walked away from that dude. Honestly, because he was next to me. I would have been like, Mario could only turn, go to. I would have turned my back yeah, to him and been was... like, I don't want to hear about your negative DNF. I'm very <laughs> no, no, focused on my swim I right now. Leave me alone. But that's how I am. Non-COVID conditions that that probably. Absolutely, I could have just but... like left, but everybody had to stay on their spots. <laughs> that's just like, how my brain works. He can only turn around so much. Yeah, I'm just done 360. I can't hear you. I'm not here. Um. And 
so yeah, I'm doing the marathon again. Time feels so unreal. Uh, it's just like all I know is I'm lifting one foot after the other, and um, I started cramping really, really bad, and I had to. I ended up walking, shuffling the last eight miles. Um, as I was coming around to finish my last lap of the race, um, there was this girl. I had I saw this guy who somebody had gave him salt tablets. And, um, and then he ended up like passing me. I was passing him while some other guy was giving him salt tablets. And then sometime later, uh, he ended up passing me and I was like, wow, those salt tablets really, you know, served you well. Mm -hmm. He was like, yeah. And I was, you know, I, I mean, the, the community is so close together. Everyone, even though Ironman is such an individual sport, everyone feels and knows what it's like to be struggling and going through the pain and mm-hmm. i saw random people i just running up to each other and keeping each other company uh yeah. talking to each other during the yeah. race i i experienced that a couple times myself and so i just i went ahead and asked i was like hey do you have anything and he was like no i i took it all i'm sorry and as i had asked him that there was this girl who by the time i was finishing up my last four or five miles of the race she just started the marathon and so she wasn't going to complete in time. So about yeah. like your last eight miles or so, about what time of day was that? Oh, by this time it's like uh, 11? No, dude. It's like 11 p.m. at this time. Last eight miles, 11 p.m.? Huh? Oh, like the last eight miles you think was like that late? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, we went to sleep before we No, actually like 1030. Like, it was yeah. around that because I remember when he started the marathon, we were at Central Park. We went home. You were still running your marathon. We came back to see you lap, and then we had dinner. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> and the, the cool thing was dinner was at the end of the marathon, so you could see people like finishing, yeah. right? Oh, and that's really. So you were sitting. Outside. So yeah, so we were sitting outside and having dinner. We're seeing people competing and finishing. Oh, and, that's like, awesome. The host is down the street, like saying their names and all right. that. Right. I knew it was late because we we're having dinner. It was a late dinner too, and it was like we're gonna finish dinner, and then Mario will be finishing his uh, last oh, couple okay. of miles. So it was around that time. Yeah. That Did you about know, right. like deep down inside, if you didn't, if you stopped moving, you would stop. Like, did you feel like if I stop, yeah, I'm done? and and that's something I I had definitely thought about is that I cannot stop uh, running, um, just to keep going. I mean, even at times where I was tempted to stop, I'm like, don't stop because if yeah. you stop now, you're gonna want to walk the rest of this. And um, luckily, there was this guy who was passing me. His name was Mark. And uh, he was one of those guys, like I had mentioned, that just like randomly kept me company for a little bit. Yeah. And and he went on to tell me like, yeah, this is my eighth Ironman. I DNF two. Um, and I was like, eight. Yeah. Oh wait, hold on. So pause on that part. But while I was running the marathon, I had passed um, this older woman and this older man um, keeping each other company. And she went on. I overheard her say that this was her 42nd Ironman in the past Whoa! two. Yes. No, wait. Yes. In the past two years. What? Yeah. How do you even do that? Yeah. No, no. I, yeah. I asked myself. This I thing. need a fact check on that. Right. <laughs> I know. And I'm just. And I. I even said out loud. I was like, "Wait, what was that?" And she's like, "Yeah, it's my 42nd Ironman in two years." And I'm. If every Ironman she's bored. Alone, was only seven hundred dollars. This woman has spent twenty nine thousand dollars plus four hundred. Okay, I did the math. But 
in two years. Just, just registration. For just for entries. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's some people that are really in the sport. I, I've seen people who have shirts where they've ran, uh, you know, like 26 marathons within a year or something like that. Right. People do weird things but like that. Sure. That same, that <laughs> same mindset is is also taken into Iron Man for some people, where mm-hmm. some right. people are just hardcore built addicted. Different. It's like they, different. They, they, like, built their identity around being that. Yeah, that's who yeah. they are. Like, yeah, that's who yeah. they are. That's their thing. I'm yeah. an Iron Man. Yeah, so. Good for you, my man. But. <laughs> Mind-boggling, but there's people like that. Crazy. Um, and to, going back to, you know, um, the guy who kept me company for a little bit, um, and he's telling me he's DNF'd, and I think he saw on my face that I, I was a bit concerned that I wasn't going to finish the marathon in time um, just because my legs were so drained from all the wind. Um, and he was like, no, you know, if you just keep 13 minutes a mile, um, you're, you're going to complete Ironman in time. He's like, you're, you're practically already an Ironman. So I was like, all right. Um, he told me realistically I could do 15 minutes a mile, but he was like, you should probably shoot for 13. So I was like, all right, 13 it is. Makes so, it, yeah, don't, don't aim for the lowest. <laughs> no, absolutely not. It must be nice to hear, though. Oh, it's reassurance. You yeah. use that at right. certain moments. Yeah. So reassuring because Will, my brother, um, my best friend Taylor, they were both asking me how I was feeling, and I was scared. Like I was like, man, I, like this thing is – the level of respect that I have for this sport now mm-hmm. is so much higher than what it used to be. Um, you know, there's people that – handle these unimaginable conditions and still complete the race and i'm just trying to hang in there to complete it and yeah i I told him i told everybody straight up it's like i don't know if i'm gonna complete it it's gonna be around midnight Mm -hmm. also my head wasn't in the right place so i was thinking that i only had until midnight but because i started out with almost the slowest group in the swim portion i had until like 1 a.m. 1:30 right. a.m. But that's good that you you were you right. gave yourself a deadline basically. Yeah, that's, I think that probably was helpful. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and and so I kept 13 minutes a mile up until the last like four miles or so. I just I walked it. I took my sweet time. I I was which at, is which is funny you say that because like I'm tracking him on the app right. So I'm like GJ, get in position with the camera. I got the GoPro. We're gonna capture him. And the app tells you he's coming. Right. And I'm just like, all right, he's coming. He's coming. And like 10 minutes pass. I'm like, I, I don't see him. <laughs> but he's coming. But the app tells you that he's finished. I'm just like, wait, oh. did, did he pass us? <laughs> no. I don't That's see him. Yeah. yeah, it was so weird. So before we get to him finishing, I got to go, Will, did the, the two miles that you run every week train you properly to spectate? I think it did. <laughs> you know, I, I think I did the right amount of training just for what I needed to do. Yeah. I was proud of myself. <laughs> it's funny that you say that because my brother was saying the same exact thing. He was like, dude, I run a, a mile or two every once in a while. And I, I was feeling exhausted just trying to keep up with you. And you were exhausted, but like you, you were beating me. And I was like, I don't know, man. I'm just, just keeping my head in the game. But um. Yeah, I, I knew I was going to complete Ironman in time, and I knew my time was not where I even wanted it to be, so I wasn't worried about getting any faster. I was yeah. just like, I'm, I'm going to walk it. Enjoy I'm, it. Yeah. I'm going to enjoy it. Um, and my legs kept wanting to lock up on me. I had <clears throat> this friend of mine who's in the Army um, stationed out in Colorado, and, and he messaged me the day before, and he was like, the mind gives up before the body does. And mm-hmm. so... 
good message. Yeah, and so I kept that in my mind as I was doing the last eight miles. Um, eight miles, it, it was hitting me hard, and then last four miles, it was, it was like my legs were trying to lock up on me, and I was like, nope, I'm, I'm not gonna let you lock up on me. And um, so, at what, like, how far do you think you were away from the finish line when you could actually see the finish line? You know what I mean? What are you like? Yeah. A hundred yards away? No. Are you like, uh, how far could you I'll actually lose. be like, that's my goal. That's all I have to get to. Like, m- maybe just a quarter of a mile, less than a quarter of a mile. Um, Yeah, like 300 meters, 200 meters, something like that. Okay. Um, And so, yeah. I just, Did, when, when you saw that, mm-hmm. and you're like, there's, there's the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. How did your emotions or your like mind shift, or did it, or was it just one step in front of the other? Just yeah, get there? it was just like get it done. Um, just I I know uh, Will and Junior had made a Hearts of Empowerment banner for me to carry, and I was like, I was like, I just got to carry that across the finish line, and nice. I'm done, and I can go to sleep. <laughs> um, and did you even want to eat anything? Absolutely not. No, I I couldn't stomach anything. Mm-hmm. Like I had said earlier i already threw up and so when you when you cross the finish line any relief or was it just like fuck i'm tired i'm going to bed yeah everyone <laughs> wanted to take pictures and i i knew this was uh, <laughs> gonna be a memorable moment and that i had to stand up and keep taking pictures so would you say begrudgingly took pictures yeah i like <laughs> i i put on the ba- the best fake smile I could put on. You down your leg while you stood next to him. <laughs> no, I would I would not put anybody Again, through I that. I hugged him at the end <laughs> while he was peeing. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, I don't even know why anybody would want to hug me. I was absolutely disgusting. My shoes were like, brand new shoes covered in dirt, um, and still soaking wet from my socks because I didn't change out socks from the bike to the run. So oh, my socks were still wet. Do you even have feet anymore, or is this just one giant oh blister God. down there now? No, the blister, it just numbs out. The The blisters numb out. Um, Did you have a ton, or were you like, yeah, that's probably what I figured? To be completely honest with you, I never looked at my feet. I, like, put on socks and stuff, but I just, like... Mine never matter. I don't no, mind, so it like, matter. I yeah. have to look at them. I'd be like, what's going and it's, on? It's been, <laughs> it's been a month, almost a month, since I finished Iron Man, and, and just a couple days ago, I finished picking off my last blister. Oh it has God. been a month. Tomorrow will be one month. Yeah, just a couple wow. of days ago, I I finished picking off the skin off of my last blister on my foot. But and you thought time to sign up for the next one. Yeah, <laughs> which is it's funny you said that because he completes it, so we run over to the finish line mm-hmm. side of things. And he's like sitting down, and there's a couple who had just finished, and uh, I guess they're overhearing us like congrats, whatnot. And then he goes, just give him give him a couple weeks. I was like, what do you mean? He was like, give him a couple of weeks and he'll decide to do his next one. Because he was like, I'm never doing this again, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. He was like, no, 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 Like, just so, give him a couple of weeks. I feel like there's there's two types of fun in life. There's like roller coasters and you're like, woo, this is fun. But then there's collective suffering mm-hmm. and it's fun in hindsight. Like yeah. camping. Camping is fun, but in the moment, it kind of sucks. It's cold. Achy, gotta make a fire. Smell like smoke. <laughs> yeah. right? It's like, oh, this is gross. But then you think back and you're like, that oh, was a really fun experience. So in hindsight, was it fun? I still can't believe I did it. I it doesn't feel real. It almost feels like, again, I lost track of time. So it almost felt like it was just a dream. It felt like surreal. It felt yeah. so surreal. And 
on top of that, I just like to know that I PR'd by 30 miles that day. Um, it's just like, well, not by only... 30 miles? What do you mean? Yeah, because the most I ever did training up oh, for Ironman gotcha. was 111 miles. So uh, I did 30 miles more than I had ever done before mm-hmm. um, the day of Ironman. And, um, PR'd your swim? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was. I know. Your half, that's for your sure. half swim. Yeah, right? that was the thing I was happiest, the most happy with the race. It was like just a swim. It was the thing I was most scared of, but it ended up being the best moment out of the entire race. Um, I mean, crossing that finish line was definitely a great moment, but to know that I swam 2.4 miles yeah. in an hour and 17 minutes, I, I know that's something not a, just anybody can say. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> I was just thinking, can I do that right now? <laughs> Literally. I definitely can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. And um, so looking back at it, I'm I'm truly proud of myself. Um, it, yeah, even though it doesn't feel like it was real, I have pictures to prove it, 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 was, it <laughs> happened. Really it happen. I had people that were there to tell me it was real. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go. <laughs> it was in your head. I wasn't there. <laughs> some some weird, long like some weird Black Mirror episode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but it's crazy because, like you said, you keep bringing up the community. And I guess as a spectator, you really realize the community aspect of it once they're doing the marathon. Mm-hmm. Because they're running the main strip. And there's random people hanging out, cheering you on, like running with you, mm-hmm. and walking towards that. And I saw that environment. I was like, "Oh, this is this is kind of cool because there's that energy that comes there's off an energy. Yeah. that you see someone you don't even know who this person is. But you're like, come on, man, like yeah. get it, keep it moving, keep it moving, like without even a thought. Yeah, there's yeah. people like having dinner and lunch on these rooftops, and they're cheering down, and they're like they're motivating you. So like. That energy was like, yo, this is this is kind of cool. Yeah, this is kind of cool. I want to be on this side of the energy. <laughs> <laughs> like talking about it, I get why people do it. Like, I mean, Absolutely. I used to like, I I was only ever a competitive swimmer, but like, you miss that. Like, you miss beating yourself into the yeah. ground. And the you're like, well, competition. Well, I did. Yeah. If you have that in you, like, there's an itch to compete. Yeah. Because right? I'm listening to it, I'm like, this sounds like fucking garbage. I want to yeah. do one. Our <laughs> <laughs> uh, next episode. Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I sign up for the world's shortest marathon. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right, <laughs> I think that's called a 5K. All the, yeah. <laughs> a lap. They're all the same distance. So. I'll, I'll race you. <laughs> I'll make one up. Yeah. Was... So then I guess you're on to your next uh, next journey, which is... Yeah. Well, I've got helping, a lot of... Helping coach people yeah, in some way, right? Yeah. I mean, I've got a lot on my plate right now. I, I'm, my lease is about to end in Richmond, and I'm... And coming to that point in my life where I'm interested in buying a house and saving, so mm-hmm. I'll be moving back uh, to good old mom's basement uh, for a good year to aggressively save and nice. mm-hmm. um, work at you know the car family car dealership that we have and keep working my corporate job and somehow fit in this new lifestyle of mine that I've found a passion for and I I definitely still um, plan on you know helping bring others to that light. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I'm going to make it work. And if anything, if there's anything that I learned is that I have this Ironman mentality that I can apply to mm. anything and everything mm-hmm. that I do in life. Yes. And, um, and something that I didn't realize, you know, like <clears throat> I've, I've heard this saying, like, when is an oak tree an oak tree? Is it when it's a seed that 
it's an oak tree or is it when it actually a hundred you know, years oh, cool. you know so it's it's like i've always been an iron man um i want to say and i have friends who i had a friend who like came up to me and he was like you know i used to beat myself up so hard because you're my best friend and you just kill it at everything but now that you've done iron man i just see that like there's nothing to feel bad about you're a freak of nature and you're, <laughs> and you're in your own game man and i was like yeah i guess it kind of makes sense why i've always like worked so hard and you know uh completing iron man is just one of the another one of those things it's just a stepping stone yeah it's just another stepping stone yeah. um yeah. to say yeah i've got i've got this discipline and uh, i'm i'm so grateful for the entire experience um as as far as doing another Ironman, maybe down the road, um, definitely like what Will was saying, where the people were like, yeah, give them a week or so. Because that day, the next day, a week straight, I was like, no, no, never again. <laughs> I, I don't even know what I'm going to do with my bike. But now I'm just like, no, I, I could definitely go faster. I, I think I want to give it another shot. Um, but I... I mean, you got my support. I <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, you could go to that one. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be um, fun. Yeah. But yeah, I, mean, I mean, for for us, Lisa and I, we like to keep people in our lives that mm-hmm. we like to be around, right? And so we've already figured out a way to keep Will around, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this coffee and cookies. <laughs> coffee and cookies helps keep Will. Around. You know, like working with like on our foundation with Will is one way, right? Well, mm-hmm. I want to find ways to keep Mario in our lives as mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. and uh, just sitting here during this. Which has been already been an hour and twenty minute podcast. Oh whoa! Um, so you know, thinking well, we last left off. Mario was talking about like trying to like, you know, coach in some way. Not like maybe not athletic coaching, but <laughs> nobody said anything to Siri. I don't know if Welcome anyone heard. Siri to the podcast. <laughs> um, but like, I would be happy to teach you how to teach someone how to swim. Mm. Maybe you won't ever be able to be a swim coach, mm-hmm. but you can totally pass on the life of swimming to somebody else. And yeah. that's something that we're working on with Will in our foundation mm-hmm. is, is working with people in that way. So I would love to do that with you at some point. Yeah. You know, whenever you're ready for that. Definitely. So. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure something out. Something, I mean, you guys are wonderful people and I, I wouldn't want this to be the last time we no, like. I know be, that'd be so weird. Make an encounter with each other. That'd no. be really strange. Yeah. Yeah, I like your house, so I'll be back. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Is it the Thanks. house or the cookies? <laughs> you never the house. The the, the ambiance gets it in. The cookies keep it. <laughs> Let's be honest. It's the dog. <laughs> it's the dog. Dead to the world right now. Passed <laughs> right. out on the floor. So, well, I've had such a wonderful experience with all of this, even though I've been the least involved of everyone true. here. You you organized this whole thing. I just had to show up and teach. I organize lessons. I do that. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. um, Have you not responded to our email? This would never happen. <laughs> yeah. So right. let's give you self credit yeah. here. But I just, I mean, like everyone that we've met, like. You guys are so great to be around, like, even if we're talking about just absolutely nothing. Like, it's just, it, like Dominic said, it's great to be around you guys. And, like, I definitely will figure out a way to keep keep you guys here. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. All right, let's wrap this up. Anyone needs to find Mario? How can they find Mario? Uh, you could <laughs> follow me on Instagram uh, at Rico.Chico or Facebook. That. It's, it's I will say it's been really nice chilling off of social media for a bit and taking a break from yeah. reality, but you're more than welcome to follow me there. I will be uh, on and active 
um, here soon enough. But yeah. Cool. Will, how can people find Hearth Empowerment? Or you. Or Will. You can, <laughs> well, if you need to. Cookie <laughs> Cookies and coffee. <laughs> uh, if you need to find Hearts of Empowerment, Google us, Facebook, Instagram, social media. Um, it's been a pleasure working with Swimbox. I can't, I can't say any more good things about them. They've been a pleasure to work with. Oh, it's been a pleasure working with Mario. Um, like I said, I never thought we would get to this point when we started this, but it's been a pleasure. Documentary is coming out soon. Hey, That's still in production. Ooh, yes. Well, well, we gotta do a release podcast. Oh, we're <laughs> um, yeah. I, I used a GoPro to get some underwater footage. It was really, really cool. Yeah, so I really can't wait for that to come out. So keep your eye out for that. That will be releasing later this month. But yeah, just look up Hearts of Empowerment. Look us up and uh, support, support, support. Cool. Liz, you want to shout out the Swimbox stuff? Sure. Instagram or swim underscore box. Google, you know, just Google Swimbox, but don't go to the clock. We know about the clock. Um, theswimbox.com, Facebook, where I think we're the Swimbox. We're basically the Swimbox everywhere. Yeah, pretty much. You can't get away. Yeah. All right. Until next time, I guess. Until See next ya. time. Bye. Bye.
Hi everyone. We just finished an awesome podcast with our friends Maru and Will. This is the finale or final podcast in the, the Maru and Will podcast series. So if you haven't listened to any of the previous podcasts with them on it, you might want to go back and check those out before starting this one. Uh, on this podcast, it's a long one, uh, we talked about Maru's experience during the race, uh, his Ironman race in Cozumel. We obviously talked about food, and we also talked about what Mario might be doing afterward, or now, moving forward. So, like I said, this is a long one, so settle in and enjoy.